uh, Mohammed, um, I actually did a screen grab of uh, this uh, yesterday. Thought it very interesting. The ran part of the trouble ten as it weakens further. Yes, I mean, you have to laugh, I guess, at what, what these monikers become, because you'll recall a little while ago, Sakina, it was the Fragile 5, uh, and now they're saying, forget the Fragile 5, it's the Trouble 10. Mm. So I think people tend to like on that. It makes for a, you know, they, 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 they latch onto that. It makes for a good headline. And, and just a quick rundown on that. I mean, it's a recap very much of a story that we spoke about a little bit yesterday with regards to emerging market currencies that remain on the back foot. Someone stuck a label to these. Uh, just a recap, if you recall the Fragile five the rand was part of that as well mm. uh, and the only one of the fragile five that's not in the trouble 10 is the indian rupee the indian rupee has actually done remarkably well over the course of the last two years uh, but what it is is effectively currencies that have exposure to China uh, and any potential devaluation of the yuan and, and what might actually materialize in terms of those EM currencies. Uh, the RAND, let's call it middle of the pack of that, uh, but it includes the likes of the Brazilian real. We'll talk a little bit about Brazil, mm. but the Brazilian real, Chilean peso, Colombian peso in there, Turkish uh, lira also in there, as well as the Thai baht. So uh, effectively looking as though there's another subset or another basket that people are concerned about. And unfortunately, it's yet another club that the RAND, let's say we're part of it, but it's certainly an unenviable label that has been attached to, to some of these currencies. And uh, speaking of Brazil, uh, Brazilian President Dilma Rousseff faces further calls for impeachment. And this, of course, as the economy in that country is crumbling, as it were. Uh, very much so. I mean, if we have a look at it, this is hot on the back of, of, of a recession that has been in place in Brazil for quite some time. Uh, it's why we've seen their currency being one of the worst, if not the worst, performer amongst the big emerging markets. I mean, if we have a look at the RAND, unfortunately, it's breaking through a couple of key technical levels. Uh, we can unpack that maybe in tomorrow's show. But looking at Brazil specifically, you know, unfortunately, there uh, the president is beleaguered by a number of factors. One is a crumbling economy. Another one are corruption charges that just don't seem to go away. Uh, just on, on, she's currently the Brazilian president with the lowest approval ratings ever. Uh, and if we have a look at this, this is hot on the heels of an election where she came through. She came through with a relatively thin margin, uh, and now increasing calls for her to be impeached. We saw demonstrations uh, in Brasilia as well as in Sao Paulo yesterday, uh, and so now it looks as though she's doing the rounds, trying to canvass some support amongst her her Congress uh, to try and show them. Uh, that they've got to stick to some fiscal austerity and that effectively it's not her fault that the economy is in, in such a difficult state. Let's see how that plays out. But any instability in that region, unfortunately, just contributing to the negative news flow uh, that we are seeing with regards to, to, to not just Brazil, but then spilling over to emerging markets as a whole. Mm, apparently her approval rating down to a single digits at this point. But 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 also, you know, just what does this mean for BRICS? If you look at Brazil, um, uh, also Russia and um, uh, South Africa finding themselves in this uh, trouble 10, um, you know, then uh, that leaves India and uh, China out of it. But would it have any significant impact on BRICS? So remember, China's out of it in terms of the trouble 10, but China is effectively the catalyst for a lot of these negative spillover effects. So I think countries that are part of the BRICS group uh, by default fall into those those trouble 10 because of the close trade linkages with China. Uh, let's not fool ourselves. I mean, our economic fate is very closely tied 
to that of China. Uh, and and, and I'm, again, I'm not in the, the, the Chinese doom and gloom camp right now, uh, but they will certainly be doing whatever they require in terms of looking after Chinese objectives first and foremost. Uh, and so on that basis, like I said, when the whole BRICS bank was formulated, that South Africa's just got to make sure that being the smallest economy at that table, that, that our interests are also looked after uh, and not at the expense of the, uh, or uh, and not looking at the at the benefit of the other BRICS countries at the expense of South African objectives, at least. And then, Mohammed, um, eurozone trade surplus widens. Yeah, so eurozone trade surpluses, it's been a feature that it has widened a little bit. The big beneficiary here has obviously been Germany. So of the eurozone trade surplus, which sits at around 21.9 billion euros for just the month of June, uh, Germany's surplus comes through at 23 billion. So that's showing you that Germany is still the engine within that eurozone region. Now, the number was a bit softer than anticipated. And the reason for this is that the euro has actually been remarkably, uh, let's call it strong, uh, over the recent times. It's held its head around the one. 10 odd mark there and thereabouts uh, and so as a result you know I think everyone's still waiting for the Fed to do something in September uh, and that to catalyze the next leg I guess of, of euro uh, of euro weakness unfortunately what does this mean for South Africa the euro sticking around where it is right now is seeing the euro rand trend up to around the 1430 odd level and so Kina I'm very worried about that because that's testing the upper t- technical end of a depreciate of an appreciating rand on the euro rand specifically and in that breaks. I'm seeing some reports with that possibly going above the 15 rand odd mark. I'm not in that camp just yet because I do anticipate the euro to come under a little bit of pressure. But on a technical basis, uh, the rand looking vulnerable not just against the dollar, but also against the other majors as well.